1: Viewer discretion is advised. Your fave will be criticized.
0: That's Shan. That's Chris. And you are watching CCTV, the nonstop pop show.
1: And welcome to a pop plastic edition of Pop Off, the ultimate music showdown featuring the members of Girls Aloud. Pop-Off is a segment here on CCTV where we take some tracks, compare the songs, videos, and performances, and pick our favorites in each category. Then we choose the ultimate winner. This is meant for pure fun, so please do not take it seriously. And before we get started, make sure you hit that follow button to subscribe, and make sure you like the video to get more comments content from us excuse me <laughs> so today we are taking a look at the girls aloud songs and each of their debut solo singles not including features so let's get let's ready to roll 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 roll. Roll.
0: round one so first in the ring is cheryl with her debut single fight for this love player one This was released in September of 2009 and was written by Steve Kipner, who had written Olivia Newton-John's Physical and Christina Aguilera's Genie in a Bottle. Amazing. Wayne Wilkins, who had done Beyonce's Sweet Dreams, and also Andre Merritt, who had done Rihanna's Disturbia. So yes, at this group of writers. Um, So yeah, so this was released at the peak of Cherylmania in the UK. She was a judge on X Factor at the time. And the track hit number one of the UK and did quite well across all of Europe and was also nominated for best single at the Brit Awards in 2010. And also mm-hmm. there were just many rumors about her marriage at the time and about her husband, Ashley, being unfaithful. So these lyrics were very timely. And um, unfortunately they did end up filing for divorce months, only months after this release. But at the time <laughs> it felt like she was, you know, fighting for her marriage. So- <sighs> yeah <laughs> Yeah. so what do you think of the song i
1: have to say i did not know this song prior to like the sun me slash calice controversy uh for those who don't know the korean producer teddy park composed and penned a song called heroin for a singer named sun that and the song sounded so super similar eerily similar to Cheryl's song and I won't say that it was plagiarized because there is no legal proof of it but we all hear it and also there is a Khalees song called Little Star or Mm -hmm. Little Star written by CeeLo Green and there were similarities pointed out against Cheryl's song uh, as well. And for me, I do hear similarities in all three songs uh, because of the all my life, mm-hmm. like the progression from Casey and Jojo. But that's yes. what I hear. Like, that's the core progression I hear. Um, I mean, unfortunately, I'm unable to unhear the similarity, but it doesn't mean that the song is bad. Um i have to i understand it was a big deal in the in the uk but i feel like i wasn't extremely impressed by this song um the verses are a bit sluggish and there's a lot of space in between that i'm not really fond of and it doesn't mean that she can't sing it's just for me like you know carrying a song alone like this isn't easy right but it does not have the punch that her personality has like she's giving you energy but the production was so like almost too minimal for hmm. the passion that she had and the synth strings and the EDM drum machine. It was like, eh. and then the breakdown in the middle eight is cool. Um, but again, she's talking about passion and all those other things. And she's giving you fierce ferocity. She's giving it to you, but the production isn't doing it for me. And vocally, I feel like she sounded good. It wasn't terrible. Like, wow, she can hold a song by herself. But there were certain notes like in the second verse, like walking apart, park, it was awkward it sounded like either it was pitched wrong or they just left it flat and then even in the bridge her notes were shaky um but yeah she looked good and I mean she sounded good but I feel like the production didn't you know match
0: yeah the words interesting yeah. that's just interesting what about you so I do mm-hmm. like the song um there was a mm-hmm. lot of anticipation at the time and to be honest I think because she was so she was so big at the time and people were so behind her with all the rumors about Ashley that honestly Mm -hmm. any song she released probably would have done well like to be fair um but I don't think the song's bad I I think the chorus is very catchy it it, like asks for like the repeating of it is very easy to remember uh and it's fun to sing Mm -hmm. along to and yes yeah I think production wise I actually kind of like it I kind of like that it's understated I think because Mm -hmm. her voice isn't the strongest her range isn't great um mm-hmm. and she's not a belter right and right. i think she has a nice tone like it, there's a warmth to her tone and i kind of like the raspiness mm-hmm. and it worked in girls Aloud. like she was basically second lead right to nadine yeah. in girls Aloud.
1: yeah
0: but yeah carrying it solo i think is is tough like you said and so i don't think the production i think the production needed to be understated to match that because otherwise she would just mm-hmm. be drowned out so i was I actually understand. okay yeah. with that um yeah, yeah, I, I think she sounds good, but yeah, I don't know. Some of the ad libs I think were clearly there's a lot of tuning on there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but they tried. <laughs> they tried. I think the layering and the chorus is good. Um, but yeah, I, I like this song less than I used to. I think when it first came out, I was in the hype of it all. And I was like, woo, Cheryl. And now <laughs> listening to it back with the rest of yeah. her back catalog, which I think she has better songs in. This isn't my favorite of hers. But I think as a launch and um, capitalizing on the press situation that she was in and everything, I think it all came together well. So I think overall, I enjoy it. Um, yeah. And I think it's it's strong for what it was.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. i hear you. Bye. Yeah. Bye. go ahead (laughs) all right next in the ring is nadine with insatiable player two it was co-written by nadine and guy chambers known for his work with robbie williams and produced by richie riccardi nadine released a single independently in november 2010 and it peaked at number 26 on the uk charts so what do you think about this song? Speaking of leads and whatnot. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. So Nadine's my favorite member of Girls Aloud. So I, again, a lot of anticipation she came out when she told everyone that she was independent as well. I think there was a lot of questions about that. So she did actually release her album exclusively to Tesco's, which is like a, kind of like a supermarket, kind of like mm-hmm. in between a supermarket and like a 7-Eleven in the UK. So they're kind of everywhere and kind of a a larger convenience store. And so you could only buy the album through that supermarket. So the whole business situation she was in at the time was very questionable. Um, Yeah, for sure. And I don't think this song was the right one for the first single. Like, I think she has better stuff on the album. I don't Uh. think the chorus is that strong. And lyrically, Mm. it's not that interesting either. I also don't think she uses the word insatiable correctly. No, <laughs> no, she does it doesn't actually. Oh my God. Yeah. I had to think um, about them. <gasps> yeah. So no. that always annoyed me a little bit. Yeah. But, but on huh. a positive note, I do enjoy this kind of more live sounding production yes. that she went for that's very different from Girls Aloud and, and set it apart mm-hmm. from the stuff. I think because she was basically the voice of Girls Aloud, yeah. I think she needed to do something that wasn't dance pop. So I appreciate that. Yes. Um, yes. And she sounds really good, very pretty, mm-hmm. very emotive. Um, yes. And, yeah. Yeah. What did you think? Cause, uh,
1: <laughs> I actually like the song. Mm-hmm. I actually like I actually like the um the chorus. Um because I am a little bit biased toward her voice. I'm not gonna lie. Um the song was surprising to hear from her. Like mm-hmm. you mentioned, like she kind of stepped away from like the dance pop and did like this synth pop punk situation thing. Yeah. Um Oh, yeah. But back to what you were saying about her. It was not Tedesco. You said Tedesco? Tesco. Tesco. You know, yeah. there was there's a singer out here named Anthony Hamilton who released his albums only in Cracker Barrel. And I'm like, you know who goes to Cracker Barrel? Who goes to Cracker Barrel? Anyway. <laughs> um. Okay, I think Tesco,
0: to be fair, I think Tesco's is on a higher level in terms of like relevance than Cracker right. Barrel in the country. Yeah, because I'm like, yeah. <laughs>
1: like, where is Cracker Barrel? It's like trying to find a DQ here in New York. It's not happening. Uh, um. <laughs> i mean i mean to be tr- to be truthfully to be truthful excuse me um i like it because it's her voice and the way it sounded was really really familiar i'm gonna get to that in a second but yeah um she has like a twang and a huskiness in her voice that i love to hear and it was sexy and she was selling it i love that little every little thing you do <laughs> she, yeah she has such a cute little twang i love it mm-hmm. um and i've got to say that I I, I I kind of hear like a grittier big band version of Umbrella with their song oh. I hear the yeah like the choice of drums it sounds like Umbrella the pacing and I remember I was listening to it I'm like what is that and I started mm. rapping Jay-Z's verse and I was like it fits you know um it doesn't mean that it's a rip-off it's not me saying oh my gosh, she's copying it's just me saying I heard something familiar, therefore, I had, like, a little bit of a fondness kind of built in. Um That bridge breakdown of Insatiable was interesting. A little lazy. Um, it was very lazy. Like, yeah. instead of something, I was trying to be nice and say
0: Insatiable. Like, that, like, robot, robotic. Like. <laughs> yeah
1: that was perfect oh my
0: goodness it was absolutely
1: perfect but yeah like instead of something electronic i wish there was like harmonies, like a collection of nadine's vocals or something going about something about her going off about being insatiable I, something i want love, give me more give me something, something. give me something mm-hmm. you know like she could have did something with that it's a bit meh um and and the massive energy It's very massive. The sound is massive, or at least they tried to make it sound like it was bigger than what it was. It deserved something more. The song deserved something better than that. Insatiable. You know, like. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, not a a bad song. Um, But like I said, uh, I think it's a little, not faceless, but it doesn't give much of her personality. Even though she had said at the time, this is what she was feeling. I think out of all of the the, the the songs that we're going to talk about today, this is the personal one for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I can see that. Um, I also, I, I forgot to mention, I do have to give props mm-hmm. though. The second yeah. half of the second verse where she starts kind of riffing. Yes. Sounds great. Yes. Sounds great. Oh, yeah. I, I think one thing she's not complained about, but one thing she's mentioned about Zenomania is they're mm-hmm. very strict about staying to the melody when they record. Oh. And so right. she appreciated when she went solo that she was able to kind of, just riff a bit more and be a little more open with with that so I appreciate that yes yeah
1: yes I have that as a note too actually yeah go ahead (laughs) man
0: all right so moving on to player three Nicola with beat of my drum player three so this song was released in June of 2011 and it samples major lasers pond to floor and this one was done by Nicola Diplo, Dimitri Ticavoye, and Maya Von Dahl. And though the track received massive critical acclaim, the track only peaked at number 27 in the Mm UK charts. All right, so what do you think of Nicola's debut single?
1: Oh, man. After the year of Pond de Floor being exploited to Kingdom Come, I have to say that this interpretation was welcomed. It is welcomed, rather. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's indie stomp and kind of dance holly. And I remember... Uh, when I heard it kind of during a like a little dive into them uh, as a group I was like oh this is cool you know like I like the ginger one she's so cute I like her um so I I remember digging it but I just didn't remember the song um it's a combination of like a self-love anthem and a big f you to critics critics like don't I make your heart go wow I'm like yes and she did um and Madonna should say thank you for uh thank you to this little ginger snap for giving her an anthem to scream along to or if you want to throw it back even further you can give both solos can give credit to Daphne and Celeste. You know, with that U G L Y. If you want to throw mm-hmm. it back a little bit, um, this this song definitely combines all of the trendy uh, uh, pop elements of the time, and is still still somehow minimalistic, which I appreciate. And the bridge is fire. I'm like, give me a little step breakdown. Yes. Um, I think is it's interesting for sure because it does sound like an indie pop song, but it does have the appeal that is very much Diplo. Um, <laughs> The transition between the choruses in the second verse, though, ain't my fave. I ain't gonna lie to you; it is not my fave at all. But the drumline-esque feel of the the, the bridge kind of saves it. And even in the last chorus, there are bombastic drums on each letter spelling love, so it just it still keeps building. It still keeps introducing different sounds and things like that. And I love the lyrics about her being this awkward girl in the corner. And as the song progresses, she's saying, "I'm better. I'm this." I'm like that. I'm amazing. You know, so I I appreciate that for sure.
0: Yeah, for sure. I I do want to note. So Nicola, she was really the quiet one in Girls Aloud. Mm -hmm. Um, Not only was she the baby. So I think that kind of just comes naturally. But I think Brian Higgins from Xenomania, he liked her very kind of quiet tone, that very innocent tone where she's very breathy. And she also wasn't allowed to like belt and shout yeah so this was such a great statement single because she literally she starts the verse kind of singing like how she does in girls loud songs and then <laughs> yeah. as as it progresses she's now shouting and belting and and yeah so I kind of love that as a transition from her time in girls loud um yeah. and yeah I think vocally she was able to shine a lot um she has developed an interesting belt I think she has a cool tone Mm -hmm. um yeah she she kind of overdoes the vibrato sometimes for me um I think it works in this song um but I think that's my only uh, thing I don't love about the dynamics of her of her voice um but yeah I think this is good it's very her like I think no one else could really do this which I think is awesome and that's what you want when you when you launch your solo career and I think yeah like you said the, the sample was done really well Arguably mm. better than Beyonce. <laughs> oh <laughs> my God! Yes. Um, oh my
1: God! Yes. Sorry, yeah. Beyonce. I love you. Um, and yeah, <laughs> I agree.
0: I think the drums. I love how prominent the drums are and how different the drums are. There's so many different drum beats going on, kind of all over each mm-hmm. other. Uh, so it's just mm-hmm. interesting to listen to, and, and and yeah, I think I think it's a great track. I think it's very memorable.
1: So. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. And up next we have Kimberly with. One Day I'll Fly Away.
0: Player four.
1: After performing in the West End and Shrek, the musical, and a successful appearance on Strictly Come Dancing, Kimberly decided to release an album of covers from musicals in 2013. The first single was a cover of One Day I'll Fly Away, a song originally done by Randy Crawford, but later used in the musical movie Moulin Rouge. A great movie, by
0: the way. I love that movie. I really Come want to see the Broadway day. musical me too me too it's expensive so oh yeah like more expensive than other Broadway shows like yeah uh, <laughs> <all> right, so <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna be honest I think even among the Girls Aloud fandom there wasn't that much demand for solo Kimberly um I don't hmm. know I don't really know why I think she just she's just a good girl group member I don't know if she is a solo star right
1: oh okay um, yeah
0: so I think the fact that she then decided to do musical covers is like even less what the fans would have wanted. So I just think that it's an interesting, clearly a passion project. Um, yeah, But yeah, I don't think anyone's really <laughs> wanting that from her. So yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, I barely remembered this. I think I listened to it maybe once or twice before we decided to do this pop-off. Sheesh. So mm. yeah, but anyway, it's actually better than I remember to be fair. Oh, um, okay, good, good. Yeah, I think production wise, I enjoyed how simple it was, very haunting, just, you know, mm-hmm. an orchestra and very understated drums. And then I kind of liked the build towards the end. Like, the right. choir comes in, and then you get this weird kind of like, I don't even know how to describe it, like Arabian dance oh, yeah. moment. Yeah, it turns a weird twangy yeah.
1: thing. And I'm just like, are yeah, we in chants?
0: Yeah, we like an episode of Charmed or
1: something.
0: <laughs> B three. Um, yeah, it <laughs> okay. kind of yeah. So I thought it was an interesting choice. Um, mm-hmm. That definitely kept it interesting. And vocally, she sounds good. She sounds really mm. good. Um, she that belt near the end was very pretty and very well sustained. And yes. and she yeah, she tends to have a lower tone. Um, so it's interesting, kind of hearing her sing a whole song kind of up there
1: so yeah agreed yeah. and in her chest voice congratulations because that's hard
0: <laughs> yeah
1: um well apparently in pre- in preparation for this uh west end debut of hers she actually found a vocal coach to help her access that upper register that you were talking about because as you said she was always singing and who could have a question any crying out? you know she was only-
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was beautiful <laughs>
1: oh thank you no believe me Every time I find an alto in a group that has a part in the verse, I'm like, that's my girl, you know. She, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's not like I didn't think that she could sing, but you know, on a lot of girls' allowed songs, she was singing those little alto notes, sultry but very limiting to her, apparently. So, I really do appreciate that she was able to kind of uh broaden her vocal horizons, <laughs> you know, yeah. sing. At her octave, if you will, and um, she has a great tone and has a really soothing falsetto, which is nice. Um, and the song itself isn't as melismatic; malaz- l- Mal- it doesn't have a lot of vocal melisma, right, mm-hmm. as the original one. You know, you Randy was sitting there, ooh, ooh, she was yes. you know giving you giving you the soul, <laughs> giving you all that. But the bareness of uh, Kimberly's version makes it that much more fulfilling, and even. More romantic, and the strings that that swell just gives you that very fluttery feeling. And then, uh you know, with the I don't
0: know what
1: that was. Yeah, <laughs> it was
0: <a> pleasant
1: surprise. <laughs> and I have to say that Kimberly, even though it was a little bit, I don't know if it was left the field. I don't know. It was just like not. Even though no one asked for it, she did come to the table. <laughs> she did yeah. come to the table serving well. So. <laughs> are these your breadsticks no but i'll take them so mm-hmm. con- congratulations to her for that
0: one yes yes agreed all right so our last member of girls Loud to talk about mm-hmm. is sarah with her debut single threads player five so after years of teasing solo music which she had done like things for like soundtracks and things but this is her first true mm-hmm. debut solo single um, right. And this was released in 2015, and it was written by Sarah Ben Cullum, who's the older brother of Jamie Cullum, and Julie Thompson. And unfortunately, it was kind of a weird time for her, I think, and uh, it didn't get too much attention and it didn't really make an impact on the charts. Um, yeah, uh, what do you think of Threads?
1: ah that's so tough to hear she waited too long um I mean she was doing all the acting and whatnot so I guess she fulfilled her heart her creativity in in more ways than um the the singing way yeah more ways than one wow English (laughs) anyway um I like this rocked influenced everything I'm you know a little bit of a rocker on the inside (laughs) but you know I love the fuzziness of the guitar and the bass and the song just gives me gritty and pink you Mm -hmm. know so it's really it's 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 girly but it's still you know punchy at the same time and i enjoy that and it definitely encompasses her personality well so it's not like she was singing a song that's like out of character for her um i think it's a fun production i do believe that there is a cowbell in there as well Mm. um it's just random things going on in the song um and i love the drum roll during the woes of the Mm. chorus it's fun it's just like i can't i'm not gonna I'm, I'm not gonna reiterate with the drum song because we yeah. all know i'm terrible at that <laughs> um but yeah the song feels. the song feels personal without being dramatic like the lyrics are, are expressing um uh you know rolling with the punches and whatnot and just having a good time without sounding like oh my life is so hard feel sorry for me um and the vocal effect on the chorus parts were fun like when she was uh in between her woes there mm-hmm. were like a little bit of like a auto-tunage going on um the bridge was like a a nice little industrial moment and it felt like a a nice progression from all the electronic with with the electronic sounds that were already happening it kind of just fell right into it i'm a fan of bridges so i wish there were actual vocals or words at least Mm -hmm. because there's no ad-libs in the final chorus so the song kind of just it declines very quickly after second verse so eh. um but yeah not a bad song what about you
0: yeah, I mean, this is pretty much exactly what I think anyone would expected from Sarah. Like just a really sassy pop rock song. Um, I yeah. almost feel like it would have been better if she formed a band, like a proper band. Oh, um, oh yeah.
1: Because I think,
0: and and, her, and she was like the front woman because I yes. think that maybe would have worked better than her doing this as a solo artist. Right. Because um, yeah, I, I don't know if this really was, What and I don't know. I don't. I don't think this song really makes much impact, like on the pop charts. You know what I mean. Mm -hmm. I think Mm -hmm. if she was gonna do this, she kind of needed to just kind of go all out and go for a totally new audience, Um, right? Because yeah, I I think the chorus is a little weird. Like it's not. It's got a weird timing structure to it. I think because (sighs) of the weird drums that you mentioned, like during the Mm -hmm. lows, and the, the note progression of it is also like a little strange, and then it kind of just ends so it's just it's not I think it's not bad but I think because of that it's not a typical pop song so if you're trying to if you're trying to go for the fans that you have like for Girls Aloud like this isn't really what would appeal to yeah me, I think
1: yes so, this would alienate them for sure no yeah. you're right that makes um, sense yeah but
0: I agree I think she sounds really good um mm-hmm. very emotive as well like each line is sung with a lot of intention and mm-hmm. yeah, I like the vocal effects I like all the background vocals that are kind of different throughout mm-hmm. it and so it does keep yeah. it interesting I agree I wish the build kind of kept it going kind of towards the end yeah but this is just so Sarah, honestly. This yeah, song. yeah. um mm-hmm. maybe not that strong as like a pop single, but I think for her and for her personal fulfillment, like this is what I I'm glad she did what she wanted to do, basically. Yeah.
1: Right. I agree. Yeah. And about the band thing, could you imagine Sarah in the Hardings or Sarah in the Hard-ons or something? Yeah. She could have she could have <laughs> <Yes. laughs> she could have did it. Yes. yes. But yes, who
0: takes this round for you for the song portion. All right. So I'm going to have to give it to Nicola. (laughs) I think it's the most unique. I think it's the most memorable. And her whole album was so underrated. And yeah, she really deserved her flowers, I think yeah
1: yeah yeah you know nicola is is definitely someone i would i would pick as well and I, usually i don't mind matching you but as a nice little runner-up i will say that nadine's song is probably one that stood out to me too because so i woke up this morning going ah, ah. <laughs> so yeah nadine <laughs> took it from you this one
0: round two
1: up first is Cheryl's video for Fight for This Love. This video is actually directed by Ray Kay, who is a very, very, very famous director. In fact, he's so famous. In fact, I remember uh, watching some of his videos debut on 106 and Park and thinking that this man was Black um, because he had done so many R&B videos and hip-hop videos. I was like, oh, he know what he doing. He is good. Um, come to find out, it's a white man with, with, a, with a with a bang. Um <laughs> <laughs> All that aside, speaking of 106 in part, I remember um, when I was a kid watching it, uh, I saw a new video hit the countdown and it was full of photo bucket paint splatters, lens flares, graphics of the lyrics, and the singer flush against the wall. And that song was Why Are You by A. Murray. A few months later, unbeknownst to me, Ray K created the same exact video for Cheryl Cole. And yes, I understand that there are differences drag me in the comments but if you look at the timeline people if you look at the timeline Ray was like I'm gonna copy and paste this they're not gonna know it's UK and US completely different markets because one's a urbane song and one is a pop song in the UK and it it really annoys me that he just basically copied and pasted the graphics um they're a little bit different obviously in color and then certain like you know graphic effects um and in in even I remember the grid scene with Cheryl against the wall. Mm -hmm. It looks like Danny Minogue's video as well. Um, And I really just wish that this video wasn't so, like, a patchwork of different ideas that he had. She deserved a little bit more, I think. Um, She looked great in the video. Of course, she is freaking gorgeous. gorgeous oh my, oh my god like, yeah like, dimples <laughs> oh so my beautiful. god yeah it doesn't make any sense it doesn't make any sense i'm still questioning it to this day i'm like there's no reason why she needs to be that pretty mm-hmm. um <laughs> but also she she looked good the dance moves are okay like i've seen her do better even in girls Aloud. like i've seen them actually get better choreography than what she got here yeah um it, but it was a little bit more involved in what she's done with the girls allowed because she's had to work a little bit harder because she's the one holding center um but uh yeah she looked good um the dance portions are okay on that white wall and it was okay uh what did you think about the video
0: i mean I honestly like a different
1: experience
0: <laughs> yeah i, I mean at the, again at the yeah. time the hype was insane right so right everyone was just excited for her to come out um I like the video. I think the main thing is, like you said, she just looks amazing in it. Like, literally every single yeah. look, she just yes. looks beautiful. Like, unworldly beautiful. Yeah. Um, it's pretty insane. Um, I like all the outfits. I love the soldier outfit, which, you know, of course, <laughs> yes. Sun me liked the soldier outfit, too. Oh, <laughs> but, uh... Because, you know, God. we didn't even talk... Like, yes, the song sounds similar, but the video also looks similar. So that's just...
1: You're right. Yeah.
0: But anyway, um, yeah, oh. I, I agree. I don't love the choreography. I love the army of dancers. Like mm-hmm. I like the idea of it and she looks really great in that scene. Yes. But yeah, the actual choreography was like a little, I don't even know how to describe it. Like it just didn't, the musicality just wasn't there.
1: <laughs> no. Like it was kind
0: of just like, oh, this is a hip hop move. Let's all do this. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And it yeah, was like...
1: gotta fight.
0: it was just like a yeah yeah. it wasn't great but she exudes star quality Mm -hmm. she's great on camera Mm -hmm. so she carried it she did it um but i do i agree it it wasn't as good as it could have been
1: right 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 but cheryl you're still beautiful you look damn good in your pants and your in your in your suit i enjoyed it um (laughs) but yes up next we have the irish bombshell herself Nadine, and this music video was directed by Wayne Isham with intentions of bringing an authentic rock performance to life. The video was filmed in California on a soundstage featuring Nadine and different sultry looks. And the video for Miss Coyle's song was apparently too hot for TV and had to be re-edited prior to release. I'm sorry, I started laughing. Was
0: that was really like, the reason?
1: <laughs> I kid you not. Yeah, like they were like, All right. "It's too sexy." Okay, <laughs> <Just a> bombshell. <laughs> What'd you think about the video?
0: Um, it's simple video. You know, it's mainly just her looking amazing with that, yeah. you know, mic stand, in mm-hmm. various outfits and scenes. And I have to say, she has mastered the smize. I think if Tyra Banks needs like a second person to help mentor people about it, Nadine (laughs) should be, you know, a contender because literally the whole (laughs) video, she's just smizing and she looks amazing. (laughs) Um,
1: For sure, for sure.
0: Yeah, so- I'm gonna be honest this video wasn't the most interesting they showed uh-uh. all the looks too early on so pretty much by the time <laughs> yeah. you pretty much seen everything by the time the second verse has come and then yeah. they add the band at the end but that's not really enough to like <laughs> the interest really for me um so it was a little I was kind of over it by the time the first chorus yeah. ended to be honest she looks great yeah, but you. yeah, yeah. what do you think
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know um her head turns on the beat. I was like, that girl is cannot. She's not much of a dancer, right? No. But she knows yeah. how to sway and head toss with the best of them, okay? Those hair um, flips too.
0: She knows how to hair yeah, flip. She's she, a master of that
1: too. Look at that. I can't <laughs> even do it. My hair's getting. <laughs> my so yeah, she was, she was given that microphone the business. Okay. She has legs for days and she's pushing against it, and pulling. So I can see how it could be a little sexy, but I really want to see that director's cut. Just release the Snyder cut. <laughs> that, that seems like awesome. just
0: like a stupid press thing to put out there to try and give her some press, I think.
1: <laughs> and I can see why she's your fave. Um, but that being said, you know, even with all the compliments, the switch between black and white backgrounds gave me very much listen by Beyonce. Remember how she was in a tank mm-hmm. top and she's like, black shirt, white shirt, singing in front <laughs> of a thing, you know? Yeah. So it so was <laughs> so it was a bit meh and Nadine is a smoke show for sure um and the second verse with the led screen kind of brought me back to life a little bit kind of revived my interest um and she looks like the rock star that she sounds like with the blazer and the thigh high combo um but yeah that that bridge section because it sounds so much like a dance break and all she is is just insatiable insatiable (laughs) all she's doing is just you know With the (laughs) mic stand and stuff. So it's kind of just a little bit boring. Mm -hmm. Um, and we're never gonna get a dance break from her. Like no no tea, no shade. She's not gonna sit there and go, (laughs) body (laughs) roll. (laughs) She's not doing it. Um, I think it just would have been nicer just to have again the background vocals there, like actually doing some type of harmony, just to make that moment bigger, because the band is there like, yeah, here we are, miming. Mm-hmm. but what can you do it's it's okay though i'm not mad at it
0: <laughs> yeah i mean again it was an independent release you know so i don't think the budget was that high so it's fine they did what they wanted to do it matches the song but
1: so you go to california to film this video well what she was living there, there at the time oh yeah. ooh, okay okay she was out here with John yeah T. we need I to know. get
0: into all that because that all yeah. that was the drama in the group too like oh. we'll talk about it Look out for our Girls Aloud 101. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Next up is Nicola with a music video for Beat of My Drum. This was filmed in LA and directed by Wendy Morgan. And during her docuseries, Nicola expressed nervousness due to the pressure of being, you know, just kind of all the focus on her for this music video instead of being able to like, you know, be with the group. So yeah, yeah what did you think of this video?
1: <laughs> I shouldn't have giggled first. Sorry so this music video um it kind of looks like a talent showcase at a college I won't say it looks like a talent show at a at a at a high school I think it's a little bit bigger than that it looks like they kind of booked the hall and uh Mm -hmm. the night before maybe there was a wedding because there's speakers everywhere and chairs just kind of yes I I I thought a wedding
0: I I thought post-wedding as well yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) but I mean I don't mean that in a shady way it's just you know it's very um you know honey showcase you know it's just <laughs> they're preparing um the, <laughs> the video has the dancers freestyling of nervous Nic- nicola on stage and an ensemble of characters that come in as the song's intensity builds um Nic- nicola dancing is always welcome because she's like this little she she gives me like awkward duck but this is her swan song you know like it's just this is her moment um she's got some moves i, I respect it i remember watching her and i can't sorry don't speak french video and um i just thought oh well she's kind of cute but she moves she kind of has like her own little thing mm-hmm. right um i think the older she's gotten the more comfortable she's become uh for sure i enjoyed watching it um, she's a doll an absolute doll um the dancers didn't overdo it either because when she was doing her little booty t- twerky thing they weren't like
0: yeah they matched uh, her you know, which yeah, i exactly. appreciated yeah
1: all but one. There was that blonde one with that stinking dookie braid that went around her head, <laughs> and then like I, oh god, every single time she was on the screen, she was doing some extra mess. And I'm like, girl, if you don't, oh god. <laughs> I mean, I wanted to talk. I was one of those background dancers. I would do like the utmost. But um, there the step section though. There is a step section in the bridge that looks like it was filmed on an iPad. Like they're in a room and the couch is there and they're just like yes. Yes. Yeah, it looks like it was filmed on the iPad. The quality is definitely there's just a stark difference. Stark contrast between the video and the and and and, and uh that drum set that mm-hmm. drum lines no, the step section. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, also also shout out to young Will the Beast in the video. He was out there. Yes. In the background on a pool.
0: I love Will but the what Beast. What do you
1: think about that? Um, yes indeed.
0: Yeah. Uh I agree. I kind of questioned the location choice of it. I think it made it look a little cheap, honestly. Like, it was kind of yeah. like, why are you in this weird, like, crappy uh-huh. hall? I don't know. It was, just like, a, a little strange for me. Um, I kind of liked the idea of her kind of starting off kind of nervous and then all these people encouraging her to yeah. dance to the beat of her own drum, right? Like, like you, yeah. you got this. Uh, I like yeah. that, but I think the build of it wasn't um, dramatic enough. Mm -hmm. I I think she didn't Mm -hmm. loosen up at the end enough to make that difference as as big as it should have been
1: right um so yeah Yeah. so that's
0: my only complaint with that concept and Mm -hmm. I didn't love uh, like yeah the scenes of just the random dancers were a little weird for me because she wasn't there with them at all like it was they were like in a separate part of the of this place like it was just like kind of weird
1: She's late uh, to set. <laughs>
0: <Never> <laughs> yeah, ever. we stuff to do. Um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, but overall, I think, I think she looks great. I, I, I think she, when she is more loose, I think that those are the best parts of the video. Mm-hmm. When, she feel, mm-hmm. when she looks like she's genuinely having fun. Um, but I think I, I wanted more of that. Like, I think she could have loosened up more than that to match the confidence of the song.
1: Yes, yeah. I agree. I agree. Up next is Kimberly's video for One Day I'll Fly Away. The video actually features Pasha, her partner from Strictly Come Dancing, which makes sense because I was like, who is this man dancing with her looking good? I was curious. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, uh, the video is uh, very minimal. Uh, her just by herself in the darkness. Mm-hmm. Um She emotes really well. Uh, Like I said, there's not much to talk about in the video. She looks great. The dresses are nice. Um, (laughs) Standing in a spot. (laughs) (laughs) She's standing in a spotlight. Uh, It's raining uh, sparks. Um, But like I said, she emotes well. And I think that's what really kind of made me sit through it is that she was emoting well. Um,
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, No, I agree.
0: (laughs) I agree. Her facial expressions are not overly acted at all, which is good. Um, cause I yeah. think sometimes you do get that from musical training, you have to overact yeah. right on stage. So then, so then her being quite subtle with it was, was appreciated. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. yeah, yeah, I agree. The lighting was very pretty. Yeah. The scene with Pasha was probably the best part. They looked beautiful yeah. dancing together.
1: Mm-hmm. The duo um, was lovely. Absolutely. Yeah. lovely. But, you know, um, uh, like I said, no tea, no shade to anybody who does like the song and feels like this is their pick. Um, but you know, it's very understated and this was definitely like after looking at everything, it's it's a passion project. And I don't think she gives a flying hoot whether or not, you know, <laughs> we liked it or not, because she seemed like she was really happy. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, she looked great. Her standing in that gown with the sp- sparks were quite nice. Mm-hmm. But um, neither one of us have anything else left to say. So let's move on to the final contestant. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so Sarah, um, for her video for threads. Um, she said that this was actually inspired by Gwen Stefani uh, and No Doubt videos, but you can totally see, um, mixed with high fashion moments. So that was kind of what she was going for, which she accomplished, mm. I think. Yeah. What did you think yeah. of Threads?
1: Oh, she's so edgy with her cheetah print gloves, standing in a corner like a lioness. <laughs> she was like... Here I am
0: <laughs> in the
1: corner with my gloves and in my hair on one side of my neck. <laughs> um, again, again, very gritty and pink. Um, her blue eyes were definitely the focus. It was like all up in the camera, the <laughs> eyeliner, um, nothing. There, there wasn't anything that was too bold about her mouth, maybe like a red lip here or there. Uh, but it was all about the eyes. She was selling you the eyes. The hair is pushed back out of her face. She's sleek. Um, lots of minimal shots, colors and effects, um, such as like doubles of flames and other like edgy B-roll like records and die in a mechanical bowl. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of it was felt a little out of place. Honestly, I don't yeah, know. it's one of those. Excuse me, it's one of those things where it's like I might need like a fan theory. Like, why is there bloody money? I will never understand the bloody money part.
0: Yeah, and the disco ball that was on fire. Um, I think that was just, I mean, it kept it interesting, to be fair. Yeah. Um, yeah. and yeah, there was so much going on that it did keep my interest. I was like, now she's on a bowl. And then now she's in this like big <laughs> red room. And then now it's like a close-up. And then you know, it's just like, oh, yeah. um, which yeah. I didn't mind because it did kind of match the song and it matches her, you know, like she's very high energy. Yeah. Um, and I kind of liked the different, um, is dimensions the right word? Like it would go from like widescreen to like, like, yeah, yeah, like I liked the switch up of that. Um, that definitely also just kept my interest and yeah, she was, she clearly enjoying it. You know, she was, she was emulating the rock chick that she has inside of her. (laughs) Um,
1: yes. So yeah, I appreciated it
0: for what it was and I think it matched the song. So
1: for sure. Also shout out to those latex madam moments. Okay. She was she said, you go going to catch this work. Okay, Mistress Sarah looked absolutely great.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but all that being said, who is your pick for best video?
0: Ooh, this is hard. Because I feel like I don't love any of these videos. You go first. What would you pick?
1: Hey, i was trying to get you to go first. I, was like, <laughs> I went I first the last that.
0: time. <laughs>
1: I, didn't you see I was trying to slide in there? Um, <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay. So, I'm trying to go off like overall and not just like who I like to look at, because mm-hmm. uh, they did. I could look at her all day. She is a smoke show. So is Cheryl. She's damn fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have to say, um, Nicola, even with our critique of it looking a little bit like, you know, talent showish, uh, I think her her video is my favorite.
0: Oh, interesting. Okay, yeah. I think yeah. I think I'm actually gonna go Cheryl. Because I think out of the five of these, I I will watch that one again. Like I think, she, yeah, I think you can tell it's probably the most high budget of these five, and she looks really good. And it was like an it was a very like it was a peak of her career, really. You know, so right, right. yeah. So I think I would go back to that one, despite the fact that it is a patchwork and of, <laughs> of the lazy director, I guess. But, but you know
1: what? It's okay because Ray K did their something new video, and it actually looked really great, and there was no copy true. So, You're right.
0: Yeah. There we go. He knows, he and knows he did comments. Till the World Ends.
1: Oh, yes. yeah. Okay. See, he has, see, he can do better. Come on, Ray. Don't do that again.
0: <laughs> Final round. <laughs> All right. So, to evaluate their performances, we decided to go with their first big television performances for each song. Yes, we know Cheryl performed at the Brits. It felt a little bit unfair to use that one in comparison to the other <laughs> four because they did not get that equal opportunity. So, we tried to just go with what we could right? All, right all right so first up is Cheryl <laughs> performing at the X Factor um mm-hmm. which it, there was so much pressure her, on her at this point I think yeah. not only was this probably the biggest platform on television at the time she was also a judge so it's like if you mm-hmm. aren't a good mm-hmm. performer and you're a judge that just makes you look even worse so mm-hmm. I can't imagine the pressure she was feeling honestly mm-hmm. doing this performance um but yeah how do you think she did
1: um i i think she's a showstopper um i've always enjoyed watching her dance uh she's not an awkward performer i mean if there are awkward moments eh, it happens no it's perfect but for the most part even like from the beginning like watching the concerts with you she always had a feeling like an an intuition instinctive ability to just know what to do with her body her face her everything Mm -hmm. like it's just even if you, even if it wasn't her part, she wasn't just idly walking around like mm, the choreographer told me to go there. She's like, no, I'm going there. I'm going there, and I'm gonna keep going there for this a count, and then give you these vocals, even if they are shaky, because I just danced my butt off, yeah. right? Um, but she's able to bring that um, energy to the first verse, the one that I felt like was like really lacking. You know, when she was like that little pose that she uh-huh. did,
0: yeah, <laughs> the little bounce. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: so i appreciate that she was able to do this uh performance and like a fool i was really captivated by her and didn't realize that she was lip syncing or didn't want to acknowledge that she was lip syncing because i was like oh my god her vocals are so stable no shan you're just that slow you didn't realize um (laughs) honestly honestly though but if if she was lip syncing which she was right i think so
0: yeah it was too perfect it It was too perfect which
1: is a which is really annoying because like the second verse note was still kind of flat. It doesn't make any sense. I don't, I will never understand how mm. you have a, a lip sync of a note that's awkward mm-hmm. or like heavily edit. Okay. Off the soapbox. Any hoodle doodle. She looked great. She sounded good because you know, Auto turn and, and lip syncing. But I have to say I enjoyed that militant look with the the mesh top yes. and the slit in the pants. It was very much can't get you out of my head meets Street Fighter Bison. Mm-hmm. And I was like, give me both. Give me both. So yeah, she was giving me Street Fighter at the top and then giving me la 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 with those pants. <laughs> yes. The bottom. So I was feeling it. Um and the dance break at the end was cute um, just cute. I wish they would have given me a lot more because I know she can bust it. Cheryl can bust it wide. How old is she now? Is she still busting it? She oh, can yeah. bust it. You know, She's definitely. Um, yeah. Thank you. And the nod to Janet was super cute.
0: Uh, yes. Love that.
1: Didn't the drums kind of sound like don't you?
0: Oh yeah. I, I totally hear what that after you mentioned that. Oh, yes.
1: Oh my God. Thank you. <laughs> okay. That's it. I'm good. <laughs> I feel vindicated. <laughs> what about you? What?
0: yeah um I agree she's a great performer very natural on camera even when she's just standing there she is she has that natural charisma right that Mm -hmm. that that calls for attention which I appreciate um I agree I actually wasn't sure if she was lip-syncing for that first verse because she's so still during it but then by the time you hit that second by the time she keeps going (laughs) then she's just doing everything and you're like okay (laughs) it sounds too good yeah <laughs> um so where they yeah so they she did a good job of faking it I think if someone wasn't thinking too hard and watching it they would think she was singing live like I think they did a good job of of making it sound as as well as you can with that because sometimes it's really obvious yeah. you know um yeah no I think she, I think she did great I, I think the production was great I enjoyed how it looks like the video in the back with the grid uh, yeah. and all that. I liked yes. all the dancers coming out. It felt very powerful. It did feel like a moment for her. And, mm-hmm. and you could tell, I think by the end she got more into it. I think you, she was very yeah. clearly nervous when she walked out, but yeah, she yeah. kept going. She really got into it. And, and again, though, the choreography, I think Beth did it. I forget her last name. She did do girls Alouds one, a couple of girls Alouds tours And Uh, I think she wasn't the right choice to do this. I think she did need to get like a proper commercial hip hop dancer to to really do this for her. Because I don't love the choreography. She actually still does this choreography for a lot of it. um, When she performs (laughs) it now. Because I think, I don't know if she thinks it's more iconic than it actually is. But like, no one's... Other than that little thing that she does like towards the end uh, with the hand, that little hand thing. She does do that. And I think fans do that when she does it. Um,
1: Yeah. But the rest of it can
0: be changed the rest of it. Like it's not that great girl. Like, yeah. Um, So I think that brings it down a little bit. Cause like you said, she can dance like she, she could do proper, proper choreography and this wasn't as good as it could have been. She does, you know, later on in her, like call my name, and stuff like the rest of her Ah! discography like she does bring it but yeah this Mm -hmm. song deserved better dancing so that does bring it down for me a little bit
1: up next we have Nadine with her performance of Insatiable at the Paul O'Grady show and I have to say here mm, 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 this woman is a star again no choreo her voice just wheeling away someone's gonna clock me in the comments or but it's like i said i, I like the song mm-hmm. um but yeah she was she was a boy mm-hmm. um uh, <laughs> the background singers were a nice touch <laughs> they were there <laughs> doing mm-hmm. their thing it made it feel a lot more real um again i'm a fool because i do believe they were lip-syncing but my dumb butt was like well background vocals this is why you need background vocalists Uh she was they were lip syncing um
0: yeah they were lip syncing to nadine which i was like (laughs) okay yeah yeah which is Um, so
1: weird i will (laughs) never understand that like it's not top of the pops you don't have to be perfect just give it your all on the night show well i I do
0: think actually with these i don't know how the logistics work with some of these but most of the i feel like on paulo grady the band usually lip syncs too i feel like that's
1: sync. how do you band sync? Can you imagine? Like, yeah, they do. do they do.
0: That? Like for the drum sets, it's a fake drum set. Like the symbols are made of like some material that makes no sound and they Ooh. put pads on the drum so it doesn't make any sound. Yeah.
1: Thank you. Cause I didn't know that. We're all learning today yeah. at CCTV. If you, if you just found that out, give us a like. Cause I, cause I didn't know. I want to give us a like later too. Okay, Chris,
0: <laughs> yes. But yeah, um, what did
1: you? What did
0: you think? Yeah. Well. So first off, I think it's actually harder sometimes to just stand there and sing yes. and, and manage yes. to keep people's interest, right? Because a lot of the oh. time, like the great thing about choreography and production is that it gives you different things to look at. Yeah. But then when you, when you decide not to have any of that and have it just be you, there's actually a lot more pressure. And so oh, I yeah, think she did sure. a great job uh, of mm. really keeping her presence known on that stage. She was she was playing around with her band members. She was playing around with a mic stand. Also, can I say, her yeah. mic was really beautiful. I don't know if she's ever used <laughs> that again. But it had, did you notice it? It has, like, these, like, black, like, glittery the swirls on it. Yeah, it was so beautiful. Like, she doesn't use that yes. anymore, I don't think. But she's got to take that out of her closet. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, I think she sounded great. She sounded yes. as good as the record. A- oh, and yes. the ad libs were there. Um, sounds yeah. yeah, she sounded so, so good. And um, yeah, even that the even though the band was was lip was miming, I guess mm-hmm. they at least it added to the energy of it.
1: Yes, it felt it, a little bit more real, I guess. Yeah, yeah and the, the
0: production sounds live for the most part, so it didn't feel that fake. You know, because yeah. sometimes <laughs> it feels really fake. You're like, okay, like you're playing drums and it's clearly like a drum machine. We'll right. actually get to that because that happens to Nicholas. But <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, I think overall. <laughs> Her charisma is so good that it made this performance mm-hmm. great. And it made me like the song more, which is the goal, I think, of these TV performances. So it did its job.
1: Right, right. Indeed, I agree. I agree. Third is Nicola, also on the Paul O'Grady show. So what did you think about her performance on the show?
0: Um, it was good. Can we talk about the acapella intro first? Because, yes. wow. She was yeah. really like, you guys didn't let me sing in Girls Aloud. I'm going to show you now what I can do because that belt at the end of it I was like I was like okay yeah yeah
1: right right good precursor to her
0: eventual masked singer win you know
1: she she did what she had to do I I, excuse me honey um that aside she's got a great voice um I really enjoy her for sure and you can uh totally 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 um get into the whole idea of the performance because they had a record scratch like a dj going on with her mm-hmm. little unplugged machine and then you have a drummer two drummers right? two drummers
0: two female Which drummers too, yeah what
1: makes it worse because there was no actual drums but
0: i mean know, but i was- liked it as the concept i liked the. i mean if you're it's gonna cute. again if, if for the concept of the song it made sense and yeah. it made sense for the staging of it but they clearly yeah. weren't actually playing so
1: right the dancers were fun and the smoke um, She was wearing this hot couture ground, gown that was way too tight. And I think it kind of restricted her movements. Yes. Um,
0: it was just, I was like really mad about that too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I wish she would have maybe wore like the short set that she was wearing or maybe like a cute little pants set. I don't know. It just, it just was restrictive. You could tell. Um, I really am so happy that she harmonized with herself to add some variety to the performance. And it really showed like, hey, listen, um, I'm doing this choreography and my microphone is on yes 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 and i will say that she is awkward right she has an awkward duck syndrome and this is her swan song like i said before but i think it plays well for her because the song has like this little uh kitschy kind of sound to it kind of m.i.a robin mm-hmm. kind of like indie pop and she's like yeah i could dance yeah i can dance and she did what she had to do um she wasn't out there like you know giving you hand tutting but mm-hmm. she kept up with the dancers and when she had a little moment going around the circle everyone was like go girl so i think it was it was it was good for her for sure <laughs> what about you yeah
0: i agree i i i think she like you said she did what she needed to do the energy was there she sold the song um i think again same with the video though is that her confidence didn't match the song yeah, yeah. um and i i get it it was her first big tv performance right um mm-hmm. as a solo artist and you know there's a lot of pressure on her major record deal, you know, that the song needs to do well. But yeah, I feel like she didn't loosen up. Again, she didn't loosen up as much as she wow. could have uh yeah. especially towards the end. I think I I was hoping maybe with the crowd cheering her on that that would lead to that, but it never fully yeah. fully got there. I think also like you mentioned that wasn't helped by the very restrictive <laughs> dress that she was wearing. Like she wasn't able to like bend as low as as she needed no. to and, and stuff, you yeah. know. And, and so I think that is the only thing that I didn't love about it. I think that's also endearing. Like you said, the awkwardness yes. and the shyness is is endearing. But I think yeah. if you're going to come up with a song that's about you now mm-hmm. going from kind of, it's kind of the whole ugly duckling thing, right? Like you said. So yeah. it just didn't match that fully for me. So I think that mm-hmm. took away from it a little bit, but she did a good job overall. Yeah.
1: Yeah i agree i agree um also i think i've been saying swan song i meant it in a way like from the ugly dunk- duckling
0: right, uh, right right not position, like final yeah i was yeah. gonna
1: be like she needs to stop trying to be deep like i'm not trying to be deep i'm just saying like ugly duckling turns into a swan and you know yeah
0: yeah, yeah. if nadine <laughs> can use insatiable wrong in an entire song and still you know name the song that Thank you. You can use Swan Song however you want it. <laughs>
1: Thank you. I have been indemnified by Chris. Y'all can come for me in the comments if you want, but I have the protection of Chris. So
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Okay, All right. Okay. Yes, moving on, moving on. All right. The next one is Kimberly. She had to perform, or she got the opportunity to perform one day on will fly away at the National Television Awards. <laughs> all right, so what did you think of Kimberly's <laughs> performance?
1: <laughs> so for Kimberly, her mic was turned all the way up. They they had her microphone turned up so- low. <laughs> 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 and I know she could hear herself in the in ear cuz she she started and the the strings were super low, the orchestra was really low, and I'm like you got 57 violins and I can't hear <laughs> no. <laughs> Not a single one. I can't, as my dad would say, I can't hear nan violin. I can't hear nan violin. You got fifty eleven violins, and I can't hear nan one. No, it's mm-hmm. not okay. So whoever was mixing it for the TV or maybe live, it sounded different. But whoever was doing it for the, the feed for the television, they were they were messing it up. Um, I could tell that she was a little bit nervous, but she looked great. I mean that 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 hall was expansive. Um. It was huge for her to be singing to that many people. Kudos to her for, you know, coming in as, as she did, but it was a little weak in the beginning. Um, She got a little bit more confident as it went on, but you could still kind of hear the nerves uh, mm-hmm. there. And I understand it. Like first verse for me is always a doozy, but once I get past it, I'm pretty good. But I feel like she kind of just stayed. She stayed vocally where Nicola remained visually. Mm. Right. So, like, she was giving you face. She was like, one day I'll fly away. <laughs> you can see it in her face. You can see it in her body. But when I saw her clutch her diaphragm within the first several seconds, that's when I knew she was really nervous and wasn't in control of her vocals like she should have been in that moment. Um, I do appreciate that she did that belt, though, because that, that's a big moment. If she would have screwed that up, that would have been embarrassing for her. Mm-hmm. And um, it came out <clears throat> quite nice, and I'm so proud of her for that. And she, like again, looks great and sounded great. So um, what, did, what did you think about it?
0: Yeah, I mean, I agree. I think this for her first big solo performance is tough. Like a big award yeah. show. A lot of your peers are there. That's tough. Mm-hmm. That, that's a really yeah. tough um, first situation to be in. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, kudos to her for, for doing it. I lo- when I first opened and saw the full orchestra, I was like, ooh, an orchestra. And then I thought the same thing as you where I was like, I can't hear them. And then it's, it kept going. I was like, are they actually playing question mark Why i don't think God. they were i think it was fake
1: come on i'm pretty sure maybe
0: but like i'm pretty sure it was fake and i was like dang they hired all the people just to like <laughs> mime this yeah. <laughs> yeah um anyway yes i agree she was clearly very nervous and she had nowhere to hide at all
1: yes oh my god no um you're just standing there or like
0: there's no production there's nothing um and there's a lot of sustained notes in this song and some of them were a very clear struggle uh she wasn't fully opening like her throat wasn't fully opened up and so like some of them were just yeah it it was a bit of a struggle like the vibrato needed to come through a bit more she just felt very Mm -hmm. tight Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. that wasn't Great. Um, yep. so yeah, I, I agree she looked great. Um, but yeah, it was just I don't really need to watch that again. Mm-hmm.
1: Speaking of, um, last but not least, we have Sarah on Saturday night with Miriam.
0: Yeah, so I'm pretty sure she she maybe had performed this on like a daytime TV show before this, but this was the only one where I think she actually got to like sing live and properly do it, which is why I chose this uh... one. Um Yeah, so this one, I thought she did great, actually. That stage was very small, so there really wasn't much room for her to fully rock out, unfortunately. Um, But she filled it with a big band, which, again, I think this performance actually just um, supports my idea that she actually should have been a front woman for an all-girl rock band. Because I think she... If she had more, in, like, because this band was didn't seem very interested. I think if she had <laughs> p- clearly, like, interested woman that she was rocking yeah. out with, she would have gone into it so much more. She would have enjoyed it so much more.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so
0: that's my only thing. Um, but she sounded great. I, I have to admit, mm-hmm. during the last years of Girls Aloud, her vocals were a little shaky. Um, uh-huh. yeah. and so I was a little worried that she wouldn't be able to pull it off live, but she actually sounded great. I think that belt yeah. that she does was actually better than the vocal, than, than the vocal on the recording. So I was very right. impressed with, with that. Mm-hmm. And she, yeah. And she looked like she was having a great time.
1: Yes. Yes. I I agree. I think her little shoulder rock was really fun. She was definitely into it. And like you said, the energy with the surrounding people were kind of just like, Hey, I'm here for a check. I'm on television. I'm on the telly. I'm going to tell my mother lady about, later about this. That's mm-hmm. kind of it. Um, I love that they had like a Nicola um, double on the drums. That was, that was cute. Uh, I was like, wow. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think she sounded good as well. And, 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 and everything you said, I'm just going to kind of reiterate at this point, there are times where I worry if her vocals are stable. Uh, I'm not saying she, anything about her is like bad, but you know, when you, when you have a certain kind of personality you and you partake in libations um sometimes it takes a toll on our vocals um so you know in the latter half of her singing career I was worried as well um but she did sound good and especially with that kind of of pitch that she has and her vocal technique it does start to deteriorate your voice Mm -hmm. um but she sounded pretty good I was like go ahead girl look at you Using your mask, just saying. Oh, uh, she she did a, She did a good job. Um, I'm trying to think of uh, if there was anything else that really stood out to me aside from what you said. And uh, no, I think she looked great. She sounded good. Um, I wish the stage was bigger. She couldn't go nowhere. Mm-hmm. She was sitting there like,
0: ah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> ah. so, yeah, she was giving it to you though in that little square she was on. Yes. But, yeah, kudos to her for sure.
0: Yes. All right. So which song? wins the performance round for you you
1: know i went first last time with her, so. okay
0: okay fine fine <laughs> okay i'll choose i'll choose okay so i was kind of in between cheryl and nadine for this but they're completely different types of performances um, um so it's a little hard to compare but i want to give kudos for live vocals and the ability to kind of just exude charisma by standing there mm-hmm. so i'm going to give it to nadine how about you
1: no, I agree with you. Out of watching it everyone, she was the one who did it for me, for sure. Nadine.
0: All right. So overall, who is your champion?
1: Overall, I'm going to say Nicola is my champion for this. Uh, this this battle.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about you? I'm going to give it to Nicola as well. Actually, um, <laughs> I think it stood the test <laughs> of time. I very much. I think yeah. the album actually just hit its anniversary. It's ten years. Oh. Um, hmm. so yeah, so I, ah, oh, she, she's such an interesting songwriter and I wish that she got more attention than she did. So in our little platform, I'm giving her more attention.
1: <laughs> yeah, Nicola, my little ginger snap. Oh, awesome. So Nicola is the champion of pop
0: <laughs>
1: But yeah, speaking of, um, Girls Loud content, if you guys would like to see more, girls allowed content, or if you'd like us to talk about Nicola's album, I think it's Cinderella's eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, let us know in the comments below, and we might be able to make that wish come true for you. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> so the one thing I will, I do want to add, though, is that none of these singles sound like girls allowed derivatives. You know, like, that's what I appreciate. Like, I'm not saying I can't see any of the girls singing this song as a group, um, but I can't,
0: which is <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's good. I think it's good. I I know a lot of people like Nadine has done some solo stuff with Zenomania. And while I appreciate that for some stuff, I I do hope Mm. she doesn't just stay with them because that is Girls Allowed. And I think it's good for everyone to branch off from that. So for
1: sure. Agreed.
0: I also have to say, I don't think uh, maybe other than Kimberly, well, maybe not Sarah really either, but for the other three, um, these songs are not their best songs.
1: Right. There's a lot more that that they've done
0: solo-wise that I would love to discuss, actually. So,
1: For sure, for sure. Again, Mm. let us know. And hit us up on our social media accounts at CCTV Pops to let us know what you think of Girls Aloud, their solo tracks, and what else you'd like for us to feature in this pop-off series. So please give us a like, subscribe to our channel, and hit that notification bell. Until next time, that's Chris. That's Shan. And we are CCTV.
0: What a terrible title. (laughs)